Mike, I just want to say that I completely agree with what you just said about Star Wars The Last Jedi. I agree with it so much that I feel like it bears uh, no repeat. Uh, and now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, I hear there's a Godzilla movie that came out this uh, this year. Well, you know, and I'm, I'm, that was an exhaustive uh, review of, of The Last Jedi that we, that we just went through, Nate, and it would not be appropriate, really, to revisit any of, of our really... I think hauntingly insightful, uh, you know, opinions on it that really unpack and explain and deepen the mythology in ways that are still sort of rewarding us um, and and really crack the code on I think uh, on a lot of the things that that, that upset uh, many of the of the Star Wars fans. Unfortunately, this is not a Star Wars podcast, so we can't really get into it. Uh, but it is a Godzilla podcast, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Godzilla Pod War Hour. My name is Michael Kelly, and you're also listening to my my dear, 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 sweet, sweet friend, Nathan Bear, who's joining us live from a location elsewhere in the country. So we are both in, in the continental United States right now. But uh, not, it was about 5,000 miles apart, right? Something like that. So Something we, like that. Yeah. Um, Something involving numbers and math. And uh, let's face it, if we knew those, we wouldn't be doing Exactly, this. exactly. Then we would be talking about the 32nd film in the Godzilla uh, series. Uh, Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters. Or Godzilla, colon, Planet of the Monsters, as it should be called. Or... Yeah. What I prefer, Godzilla Monster Planet, is should be the the name of, yeah. of this film. That was the first name. That was the name we heard a few years ago, and it really stuck. It was very efficient and didn't have a bunch of unnecessary like nouns and things shoved mm-hmm. into the title. So yeah. Toho was quick to rectify that. I'm going to try my hardest uh, not to have tonight's discussion sort of break down and to, and just become like old man kelly's airing of grievances about like anime um because i don't want it to be that i want to keep this as specific to godzilla as possible and as specific to this movie as possible and try to skip around uh things that really piss me off about anime and, and uh in general try to try to circumvent that and just let's just focus in on the movie um as much as as much as i can before we get into that just the idea of an animated godzilla movie is interesting to me and not i i don't know is it in it's not inherently like it's something i've definitely always wanted to see Mm -hmm. but I don't know why I've always wanted to see it, and I don't. There's something about the visceral capturing of. I mean, because let's let's face the hard facts. Godzilla movies are about destruction, and there's yeah. there's something about um, creating that destruction in a real setting, mm-hmm. i.e., you know, the the sets, the miniature sets that were created for the for the you know other films in the series. 
um, or even like the the more improved technology for like something like Shin Godzilla or what have you. Mm-hmm. There's still a very tactile feel to that, and it's very you know it has an impact. Um, and now, I don't know. With, with an animated movie, it just seems it seems different somehow. Am I way off base here? Um, no, I, I see where you're getting at. It it's. It, you know, let's say a, a, another series that's related to this, um, the Ultraman series. Um, I'm not sure if there's any animated adaptations of that, but to my knowledge, it's still being made in Japan as a syndicated television series, and still, for the most part, men in suits and miniatures. And that's lasted now over 50 years. And so there's clearly something to that that's fun and enjoyable and to a certain extent tangible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and while the idea of an animated Godzilla film is nice, um, there's some issues with the reality of it. And maybe it might just be the fact that we've have yet to see, um, uh, well written one because <laughs> anime has done some amazing things. And the, the fact that, you can have the most bizarre, disturbing science fiction film and some of the most wholesome family dramas done in animation uh, in Japan, uh, I, I think is amazing. But it's going to, at the end of the day, come down to the writing and direction and just overall vision. Right. Um, it, it's not. It's not the automatic... Like, all you have to do is make any Godzilla story into animation, and it will automatically be one of the greatest Godzilla movies ever. You still have to, you still have to follow through on it. The distribution of this film and mm-hmm. is, to me, very interesting. Um, because it was until November of 2017. Uh, it came out November 17th, 2017. This was, in Japan and and elsewhere around the world, people thought this was just going to be like one movie. And there Mm -hmm. was no indication of any kind uh, that that, that this would be a trilogy of films. And it was only when people that, like at the premiere uh, in Tokyo, were going to this movie that they saw teaser posters for the, um, the sequels, or the first sequel, um, to this to this film uh, mm-hmm. and at that point they were like oh I guess this is a, a franchise like a mini like animated franchise within the Godzilla franchise itself so now I know not to expect to have things wrapped up when yeah. I was just I was you know I'm th- and I've read accounts of people being like let down when they saw that because they're like oh I guess there's going to be a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up because this is, you know, this is the first of a, of a franchise. So like, yeah. uh, when, when they didn't know that. And until that day, they were just coming to the theater to be like, I'm just going to watch a single like animated movie that has admittedly an incredible poster. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, so I think that would have been really kind of disappointing to be like, oh, you're, you're just going to get part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it, it's, you know, I don't know if this is worse than the 90s, that, that just this concept of the, when you have a concept of a Godzilla cinematic universe, in the 50s and 60s, and 
the seventies as well, basically the Showa era, it all seems spontaneous, and there were lots of bad ideas within that, and there, but there was a lot of gold in that as well. Uh, but it just seemed much more spontaneous. Like we we don't know where we're going to take this, but you know, let's just see what we can do. Whereas this, it just seems much more calculated. Like, okay, well, we can't do this or this because in the sequel, this has to happen, and then in the next one, this has to happen. Uh, give us money, <laughs> right? <laughs> give us money, buy our toys. Fuck you. <laughs> it's it's the opposite side of the spectrum of like when you had Godzilla fight Mecha Godzilla at the at, you know in that first movie from you know, in the seventies where he like tore off his head and he exploded or whatever. And they're like, Oh wait, this made money. Okay. Just bring him back in the sequel. It'll tear off his head again, but there'll yeah. be like a little, you know, Christmas ornament under it. that right. will shoot him with a laser yeah. or whatever. It's like, they're just improvising. There's no, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. type of storytelling doesn't really make sense, but is of it course works. awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you know, it is awesome. Yeah. Um, this yeah calculated and calculated in a weird way and also we gotta you know we gotta address the uh, the streaming service in the room and no unfortunately i'm not talking about 2b tv or, or crackle, crackle. <laughs> our old friends crackle or popcorn flicks these are all real streaming services by the way uh we are talking about netflix the grand pumba mother yeah. That big daddy of of all streaming services is is taking the reins on a new trilogy of Godzilla movies. And, and did you know that back in the day, some of you may be too young to remember, Netflix used to be a DVD distribution service solely. Yeah. Uh, now they just do it as a side job, like for well, certain people. <laughs> I mean, not not to go into like a tangent of like Netflix of stuff but like there's a part of me that kind of misses the the old days of them just being a dvd delivery service because all the dvds they were delivering were real movies not yeah. netflix original series yeah <laughs> it's a you know brave new world of content which is both um beautiful and it's a little scary because we don't know where this is going to take us um I think you've hit the key word there with content because um, the way this was presented and it was it was it started on Netflix, started streaming on Netflix on on January seventeenth, uh, two thousand eighteen. So exactly two months after it was released in Japan, um, it, the. Like the way in which it, it the 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 specific nomenclature of how it was released, I want to get into because, okay, when you go to watch it on Netflix, it says Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters, season one, episode one. Yes, that is weird. Now, if this is truly, you know, this is Godzilla. Planet of the Monsters. It's just the standalone. It's the first movie in a trilogy. Then it should just be just that, you know. Yeah. And that that should be its name. You should watch it. It should be a film. It shouldn't be treated. And also, uh, Netflix has inserted the title a Netflix original series. Uh, yeah. Very weirdly at the at the front, it's like that's that's one of, that's the first title you see, and it's like, yeah. well, no, this isn't a Netflix original series. It's a it's a movie 
or at least I think it is. And that that leads to the problem. It's like I don't know what this is. Is yeah. it is it a film or is it like uh, a long you know, TV show? It feels yeah, like a like pilot. A, yeah, yeah, like like super long TV pilot. Like maybe it is an episode. Maybe it is episode yeah. one, season one. Like what? And so that's very confusing to me. Yeah. Um, it's. Oh, I, I guess we should also mention that this is not the first time Godzilla has been in animation. I think we oh, no, may no, have no. touched upon uh, the Hanna-Barbera stuff before uh, and also the stuff from the 1998 film that was then released via Foxbox uh, yeah. back in, you know, back in like 2000 or whatever. So they th this is the third sort of iteration. Well, actually fourth, um, if you count those like weird... Uh, videos from japan where it's like the super deformed little cute versions of all the kaiju like teaching children how to count and and do mm -hmm. stuff i've seen stuff on youtube where there's like yeah they had like a cartoon series where they were just like it was kind of like sesame street except with yeah. like you know the 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 godzilla's friends you know yeah. mothra is there this is by no means the the first time godzilla has been animated it is is however the first time that it has been a feature film length had this much money put behind it and that it has been officially included in the in the series by toho mm -hmm. and also it's a it's a co-production of uh toho and polygon pictures so yeah um, but yeah i don't did did you feel that was bizarre the episode one season one netflix original series I just uh, assumed that was just laziness and the, um, I don't know what the <laughs> phrase is, interface or, or whatever. Um, going back to like video stores or Netflix, it, you know, you used to be, able, when you rented a movie, you know, let's, let's just say the original Star Wars movies, you didn't always rent all three of them or rent each of them one at the time. Sometimes it was like, you know, I just feel like watching Jedi this time. Mm -hmm. And it was okay because all three of those movies were good and we can argue which one is the best, but it's just like, okay, well, I'm getting the third one this time because I feel like watching the third one and the third one's good. So I'm going to watch it. And right. It works as a movie. Yeah. Like it, works. it achieves its goal as a yes. film. Right. Uh, or Indiana Jones again, you know, another trilogy where, where, you know, you can watch any of them a la carte and you don't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah, this um, this one is way more serialized than than anything from like the Indiana Jones trilogy or, or like certainly any of the Batman movies or, or anything like that. Yeah. Anything from like a traditional franchise from our youth. Yeah. This is absolutely like you not only I suspect you will be completely lost if you haven't seen this one when you watch the second in this series, but also yeah, I mean, this does this work? That's the question. Does this work as as a story? You know, like I and and I don't know if it does. But Let, uh... let's just let's just put up a, a summary here. I'm just going to put up the, the a summary, a quick summary. Where if you haven't guessed, folks, we're doing this a little unorthodox this time because this is a again Toho has thrown us another unorthodox movie, which we have to scramble to make sense of before we go into the plot let's uh i kind of want to talk about or at least read off who is responsible for this 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> just so we have some names. Um, names. We need a list. <laughs> we need names. We need a list. Get where's the list? So it's directed by Kobun uh, Shizuno, and oh, wow. it's co-directed and yeah. he, uh, Hiro Yuki Sashita. So yes. you wanted to speak uh, about their their works and possibly well, pronounce their names correctly. Uh, <laughs> I am no linguist, but um, Mr. Kobun uh, had a few directing credits under his name, uh, including the Detective Conan series and one episode of the show Elfin Lied, which is uh, good, but incredibly bloody and... Uh, yeah, lot, lot, lots of murder in that show. Uh, ch check it out if, uh, you know, you, you're on an empty stomach. Uh, <laughs> both these gentlemen worked on uh, a show, which is also apparently on Netflix, called uh, Knights of uh, Sidonia. I just want to read out the IMDb um, plot of, written here. Of Knights uh, of Sidonia? Yeah, Knights of Sidonia. Okay, uh, a thousand years after the destruction of Earth by gigantic aliens called Gauna, mankind is living on massive spaceships. One of these spaceships is Sidonia, which is protected by a large pilot-controlled exosuits called Gardas. Large okay. pilot-controlled exosuits called Gardas. So it's kind of a mech in space show. Uh, we'll get into the plot again later, but just keep in mind the plot of this. Okay, I'm I'm hearing some similarities. Yeah, it's uh, early, and the fact that this was only made, you know, a couple years ago, like 2014. So yeah, three to four years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing some maybe some similarities between this story and when matt graining changed all of his bunny characters into human characters quickly to pay off his gambling debts <laughs> um so this is the most blatant case of fraudulent <laughs> advertising i've seen since my suit against the film the never-ending story <laughs> um okay <laughs> We could they, we could just turn this into a Lionel Hutz quotathon, but that will get us nowhere. By the oh, way, I don't think anyone remembers who Lionel Hutz is. <laughs> that's fine. By the way, I saw The Shape of Water, and uh -huh. I think it would be Troy McClure's favorite movie of 2017. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. We'll put it that way. Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Grinding Nemo. No. It's a, it's a film that brings a whole new meaning to the term sleeping with the fishes, and it's fine. Okay, uh, so, the, sorry, Godzilla uh, Monster Planet, produced by Takashi Yoshizawa. Nice. And he does a wonderful job. Screenplay by Gen Urubuchi. Music by Takeyuki Hattori. And the again the production company is uh, it's a co-production between Polygon Pictures and Toho Animation. And I I watched the uh, the dubbed version. Mm -hmm. um, so I the really the only character that I'm gonna say I care about is Captain Haru Sakai, 
and he's played by the well the the English voice actor is a guy named Chris uh, Noisy N I O S I Noisy. It'd Noi. be weird if a, vo- a voice actor's last name was Noisy. That? Noisy. He's just so noisy. <laughs> well, that's that's him. And that's uh, that along... There's a character named Metaphys, who's uh, a robot. And uh-huh. that was about all... The characters are thin, man. The, the yeah. characters are thin, thinner than Kate Moss on a five-day fast in this thing. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Um so yeah, I guess so. Those are the people responsible for this film. Thing. And, <laughs> and uh, where are you taking this thing? <laughs> where are you taking this thing? No. No. Here we go. Okay. So now that we've gotten our our story straight, let's go ahead. Let's take a little music break because it's been about it's been about a half an hour, and let's just we'll come back to this, and Nate will try to get to the bottom of this. We are in no way going to go through every scene in the plot because what plot? Yeah, because that's not happening. But we're going to try to make sense out of what the story is at least. And some of the characters' motivations? That may be a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. That's, uh... It'll be... Okay, so 
plot. <laughs> if there is a plot here, at its core, at some point, monsters rise up from the deep and wreak havoc on the world. And man tries to deal with them, killing some, and then Godzilla appears and kills the rest and then begins wreaking havoc on humanity. While this is happening, aliens from the third planet of the black hole, outer space, come and offer help. And, uh, yeah, so uh, because their homeland has been swallowed up by a black hole. So they help us, and they fail. So humanity and the black hole aliens have to evacuate Earth and go on a big spaceship far, far away. Is this plot sounding familiar yet? Uh, Far, far away, so that way they can colonize a new hopefully Godzilla-free planet. (laughs) Now, our story really begins after all that has happened, and they realize there are no planets out there, and they have no choice but to go back to Earth. Now, because of the hyperspace or whatever, Earth has, you know, what has been 20 years for them has been... uh, What what was the the years you have done? Uh, So initially they think it's 10,000 years, but then based on their analysis of some plants or something, it's actually 19,000 years have passed. So 19,000 years or, you know, whatever you'll, you'll watch it. Anyways, um, they, they come back, uh, and Godzilla is still there. Now, since they've had 20 years in space and, you know, dealing with, you know, not having to eat or, you know, uh, all, uh, whatever issues people have in space. Despair. Uh, despair. Yeah, that that's the perfect word. They have figured out Godzilla's weakness, something about a electromagnetic shield bullshit. I don't know. I don't care. It was I was not convinced. <laughs> I was not convinced. Anyways, so they decide that even though humanity is reduced to like, I think a, a couple million maybe thousand i don't know not good breeding levels basically you you, you know there's a scientific fact that like uh, when a species is like less than like i think a thousand or something like that i think it it can't really survive right when you get to five thousand you start to get to massive abnormalities and things like that in the um in the gene Cool. Then that leads to things like, uh, you know, the royals, like the, you know, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth and Charles and, you know, their faces. Yeah. Whatever the case, they're they're not doing well population wise. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of talk and it's all narration from our, our good friend, the captain, Haru, um, that that there's a lot of despair and mm-hmm. there's a lot of darkness and, you know. However, it would soon pay the price for our foolish optimism. Whatever that sentence means. That sentence is gibberish, but it's, it's a yeah. lot of stuff like that. If, 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 for further reference, watch the Orson Welles uh, P commercial outtakes where, where he's arguing with the, the guys in the booth about the sentence structure, about the P commercial. It, it's gold. They, they made fun of it on Pinky and the Brain. Anyways, there's poor dialogue choices in this already oh, I mean, poorly thought out film. Okay, so if, if, if we're done with the recap, there's a couple of things I wanted to sort of revisit with you immediately about oh. your recap. For, yeah. So that sounds like we just said the entire movie. We did not. That oh, yeah. is the is the is like the five-minute setup at the beginning of this movie that just sets up 
what's going on and it's that is a to be clear <clears throat> those events um are would make a much more interesting movie and and, yes. a, and a much better movie than oh uh, well apparently coincidentally as, as you say this apparently there was a book released uh as a companion piece to this movie uh called gojira kaiju I'm not going to say that last word. Um, in, in English, it's Godzilla Monster Apocalypse. Um, I, I'm not sure whether it came out in the States, um, but it, it deals with, uh, this is from IMDb, this detailed the monster's attacks and humanity's futile, futile fight against them that leads up to the movie's plot and featured a huge variety of classic monster characters from Toho Studios films. Okay, the events of the novel are referenced in the flashback scene at the beginning of the movie. The flat, what this book apparently covers, again, to go with what you say, way more interesting than what this movie is. I would much rather have paid money to see humanity slowly crumble upon itself than see, you know, more than two minutes of people in a spaceship feeling sad. Uh, <laughs> and old people die. Spoiler alert. Old, old, old people, you know, blowing up in a ship. Well, it's, um, it, is it, it's, I don't know if it's a spoiler alert. It is the first thing that happens yeah. once the story starts. So it's like, yeah. Additionally, you said that it's the aliens uh, from the two, from the black hole thing, and it's actually, and I can, by the way, completely sympathize with you how you could have made this mistake it, because it's a, it's it's so glossed over and so rushed over, the yeah. fact that there's it's actually two different species of aliens from two different oh, yeah. planets, and it, it, things yeah. things like that, like. The most important information in this story is just completely rushed through and gotten out of the way immediately. And then the most boring, tactile parts of like their plans and their things are, are just slowed down to like super slow motion, 0.25 speed, you know, like, like, so you get into the fetishistic details of like these military engagements once they get back to Earth. And it's just like, no, what? Who? Who cares? Why? Yeah. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, In a science fiction movie, uh, those though the, it's going over things that most other science fiction movies would try and get through as quickly as possible, like yeah. I don't know, the technology, the equipment, all that stuff. That that again is being fetishized, whereas the plot itself is and the story are both suffering right. because of this. I it's mean, like, oh, look how cool this is, as yeah. opposed to look how well written it is. Right. You know, they're, they're putting they're putting a lot of stock into the audience being like blown away by how impressive the tech is and how you know neat everything is, and and maybe the maybe they're hoping you won't notice that they're really the characters are barely written yeah <laughs> you know and the and the 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 conflict of the plot is when you really stop to think about it 
there's there's almost no conflict other than the humans fighting Godzilla because yeah. it's it seems like it takes a long time to get there, but ultimately the decision of okay they're on this ship they're escaping Earth they've been on the ship for twenty years that's ten thousand or nineteen thousand years Earth time have passed mm -hmm. um, because of you know the warping of space time and stuff yeah uh, you know. Uh, watch which, which they don't take really any time to explain that oh their no. light speed and all that stuff that that's just like oh yeah and then that happened they just assume people have seen interstellar yeah um well um, clearly because of those shots of the uh ship going past saturn <laughs> right. almost shot for shot you know <laughs> but there, there's all this stuff up with like oh god like there's so much i want to talk about all at the same time first of all when you're introduced to our main character, our hero, Captain Haru Sakai, you hear the word captain, and you're like, oh, well, this guy is, like, heroic, or he's he's a leader uh, of some kind. He is introduced to us strapped into this, like, life pod or some, some sort of uh, ship. Uh, fortified ship within the ship, like a much smaller ship, like a, like a maneuvering craft with like a bomb and he's threatening to destroy the ship so he's a terrorist mm -hmm. like the first thing he's doing is like i believe we need to well, because there's they're sending down another smaller ship full of like with his grandfather yeah jerry like his only family yeah his only family left because they're sending the volunteers who are mostly the older folks on the ship uh to go down to the surface of this planet it's not that the planet isn't there um, and this is not Earth. This is another planet that they've been traveling through, or to. Um, they can't, like, land on it. Or they're sending this exploratory venture. And so his grandpa is going, and and he's threatening to blow up the, the main ship um, and kill everyone. If his grandpa doesn't turn around, and that doesn't happen, he surrenders, and his grandpa just goes into the the, the stratosphere of, of this planet, and he blows up. And it's just such a weird, and it's like, so this guy's like a terrorist, I guess? Or like, he's lost his mind. Like, he's he's no longer stable. When you get yeah. in a thing and get entrenched like that and say, I'm going to blow this thing up, that's not, like, you can't come back from that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like at that point, like he's damaged goods. He's like yeah. Blair in the thing after he destroys all the radios and kills the dogs and destroys the helicopters. Like, maybe he has the right idea, I guess. But you still have to lock him up in the tool shed. He's not he's not your main protagonist yeah. going forward. Right. OK, except with Godzilla Monster Planet, that guy definitely is the main protagonist. And it's just so that right from the jump, it sets you in this weird territory of like, well, this guy, like this guy's a jerk. The only way he could think of solving this problem was like threatening everyone's life. Yeah. And it didn't work. So he's also an idiot. So yeah. it's like, it's really hard to get behind the captain. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is the first scene. Yeah. After the... Like, if he had been, if he was, like, if the opening scene had been being him, like, being dragged away by cops as he's, like, shouting, you know, you're killing them, you're killing them. 
that would have been impressive. And then, you know, but but this, it's just like, okay, so this guy's a psychopath. He's trying to fight fire with fire, which never works. Um, yeah. And his, yeah. his, just the way he's written is very, to me, I, I just like, I can't. It's like we're supposed to respect him. Like, oh, there's some level of sympathy after his grandfather dies. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just like, we're forced to like this character. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, you see in the flashbacks, you see his, his parents getting wiped out by a wall of, of fire yeah. uh, from a Godzilla So we at least attack. understand his motivation to hate Godzilla. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. And it's that like, yeah, sense. okay, Godzilla's bad. He blows stuff What up. doesn't make sense is the fact that Godzilla is huge, and they, they seem surprised when he appears out of nowhere, and they're like, couldn't you hear him? Couldn't you see him? Like, how did no one fucking well, see him? You know, that's that's been a problem from that's not a new problem for this particular uh, 32nd film. Uh, 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 You know, they've they've had that that problem 31 other times. Um, But um, what I'm trying to say is like, that's weird. And then also there's just also seems to be it's like laziness with the there was a couple of things where. and I know we're jumping, this is weird, we're jumping from, like, story to to just, you know, minor grapes or whatever, or minor... Uh, grapes and grievances. Yeah, minor grievances. Gripes, sorry. Gripes and grievances. <laughs> uh, minor gripes. Our but, new cereal, grapes and grievances. Yeah, but... but uh, general bills. Again, he says the sentence when he's talking about, like, how, oh, they're arriving at the place and it's it's no good or whatever... The, the the second planet, not Earth, yeah. and he says. However, it would soon pay the price for our foolish optimism. Now, that's his sentence, and he's talking about humans. How humans have to pay the price because they're feeling optimistic or whatever. Um, and that's a just an insanely egregious grammatical error like it should be however we would soon pay the price for our foolish optimism and i wanted to be specific on this and and there's another scene where his um robot friend um who if this was live action would probably be played by um doug jones right Mm -hmm. from uh from shape of water Water. um fantastic movie by the way uh, amazing movie written very sensual. Actually, uh, it is an amazing movie. So yeah. so good. So good. Um, oh, but he also says, in the ends, E-N-D-S, ends, there, there, there was nothing we could do. So he says, in the ends, there was nothing we could do. And it's like, so those were two just grammatical errors I found. And it's like, hey, well, who gives a shit? It's two grammatical errors. It's an hour and a half long movie or whatever. Just let it go. It's like, yeah, that's fine. But... When you're, yeah, and I get it, but it's like, when you're watching a, a like a real movie, <laughs> pe- people do, like talk correctly, unless you're watching yeah. The Room starring Tommy Wiseau. People tend to speak normally. And he, yeah. look, and again, it's like, we got Netflix, we got the Netflix money. Okay, we have secured the Netflix funding this time, my friends. Here's what I'm asking. Just have one person who speaks English as their first language, okay? Just have them listen to the dub one time. Not not five times, not even two times. Just one time before you release it 
on Netflix to the world and saying, uh, however, it would soon pay the price for our foolish optimism. It's disgraceful. Disgraceful. I'm sorry. A bit of a rant. Whatever. That's There's other gripes like that. The animation, by the way, is very beautiful. And yeah. I think I don't know if we've commented on that. It's the animation is is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best of three D animation and anime put together. It's um, yeah, it's fantastic. Good. It, the design I'll, is amazing. The design yeah. is amazing. It looks like um, you know, uh, an if an if Ridley Scott animated a movie, it would look like this. You know, very well composed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the color palette could have been a little better when they got yeah. on earth but you know minor that's a minor grievance yeah. um but again it, in service of what um yeah so again so so they get to this other planet that is not earth and they're like oh this is completely uninhabitable we have been wasting the last 20 years of our lives and they they uh, there's so many board meetings and things it's, it's it's like echoes of Shin Godzilla without any of the actual like wit or satire. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like they they eventually they decide they have to go back. They have like enough thrusters or whatever, so they go back to Earth. And, and that takes seconds. Yeah. It, the, it's the, so quick that I'm just like, oh, they're there already. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's very fast. It, and, it, it, um, it was like, oh, you could have just done that at any moment in time. Really. Well, Yes, but they had to figure out that the planet they were going to was not inhabitable first. But yeah. it's 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 a first draft of of a story. Um, so then they go back to Earth, the humans, and then there's a couple of guys from the alien species who are hanging out. And here's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about as far as like. There's just a fogginess going over this movie. It's like, do the humans know that there are these two alien guys who are on the ship? Like, and also, why are these two alien dudes with the humans? Like, did the aliens... Like, okay, I'm an alien from the third black hole Mm -hmm. or whatever system. I get to Earth. I look down. I scan it. like saying, oh, these guys have a serious problem with monstering going on. I don't want to get involved in this. Let's leave. Yeah. You know, why not just go to another planet at that yeah. point? Like, why are all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, why are these yeah. aliens getting To what end are they getting involved? And maybe we will see that in the sequel, but yeah. I don't care. And it's, yeah. never, it's never really addressed. There's never really that scene in this one where the aliens are like, yes, but soon... We will destroy the humans because they are stupid and take over their planet. Yeah. They don't well, even it's, really it's hint at anything at, like that. It's, it's implied at the beginning before they make Mechagodzilla that their homeworld was also eaten by the black hole. So kind of like in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, they have to come. They have no choice. They're you know that uh, they, they have no place to go back to. Okay. So that's they... like okay. Well, we want to live here with okay. you. Okay. That, that's what I got from it. I could <laughs> Again, be I could they're be in crafts capable yeah. of interplanetary travel. Just travel to another planet. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Um, I don't know. So there, and he's got his, his creepy alien Twinkie priest friend that gives him like the information while he's blessing him with his, you know, weird uh, yeah. alien blessings. I, I don't know. That was that was Metaphys, I think. 
I don't know. Is he named after Metastopheles or um, no? That wouldn't make sense. Um, so, but yeah, again, like, why are these two different alien species? That, by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, look exactly like humans. Yeah. And like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like they make no effort to be like, oh, these are the aliens. These are the two. Like, it, they just look like because everyone looks a little weird. They're in space. Yeah. They're wearing all like sort of the. Kind of lost in space meets the Matrix garb, yeah. you know, all the leather, like X Men. Yeah. It wasn't Ryan like Singer in style. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, which was a contemporary film, and you know everyone was either wearing seventies clothing or you know a silver jumpsuit, yeah. and that's like, oh, those guys right. must be aliens. Yeah, and then, but, and then they got like punched. A, they turned into a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, and then a Cornelius from Planet yeah. of the Apes mask that was spray painted green. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh. That's the aliens. Help the humans <laughs> about to escape. Right. And the aliens are talking about alien things. Yeah. And look, I think maybe the aliens may have mentioned something. Like, they, ha they have, like, one or two ominous conversations. But nothing is directly said in those conversations. They're just sort of like, oh, we're back on the planet now. Things mm -hmm. are going to... Maybe thing, maybe something will happen. I don't know. It's like, what is this tantric? Tea? Like, just fucking say what your plan is. What? Nothing is resolved. Anyways, yeah. uh, you'll just have <laughs> to. Nothing's pay even to introduced. It's all just this. Look, the first movie should have been the shit where they had to leave Earth, right. and then all of this shit that comprises. Godzilla Monster Planet should have been the fucking recap at the beginning yeah. of the next movie, okay? Because you could go over it in two minutes. Oh, so angry. Anyways, um, there okay, there was a nice thing that I did appreciate where they talked about at one point when they were trying to defeat Godzilla before they left Earth that they set off 150 warheads mm -hmm. uh, directly on top of Godzilla. I appreciated that. That yeah. was good. Uh, <laughs> thank you that that okay that's good that uh they don't show that but they at least mentioned that that happened at some point so it's like again that would have been a neat thing to show like that yeah. would have been a cool scene in the movie 150 warheads blown up now nah, it's yeah. just they're in the boardroom talking about like readings and yeah measurements and stuff like oh you remember so that one time the most amazing cinematic thing in the history of mankind happened yeah that yeah. was a fun time back to these charts <laughs> you know there's some genres like domestic genres where it's cool when people ellipse over things japanese director ozu did that all the time you know that he builds up uh you know a, a daughter getting married and he doesn't show the wedding you know, he shows everything around it. And that's good because it's domestic drama and we can all pretty much guess what a wedding is like. We've been to one, heard of them, whatever. Um, action movies don't work that way. <laughs> if you gloss over stuff in an action movie, then it's not really an action movie. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's two people talking. Yes. It's just people talking. Yes. And um, I, um, we don't, we don't, that's not why we watch Godzilla movies. Right, we watch them for Godzilla, which I promise we're getting to here. Yeah, uh, he, he, he shows up again, yes, eventually. Yes, he's twice the man he used to be. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Anyways, um, so they get back to Earth uh, at last after, I think, like 45 minutes of stuff. 
they finally get back to Earth, which is just like... Uh, I mean, look, it's an interesting story. could have been handled in a way that was cool, that had maybe some intrigue or whatever, but this is just like, what is happening? Uh, so they get back to Earth, and they thought 10,000 years had passed, and they analyze a leaf, and 19,000 years have passed. They they Now, this is the part that I was sort of like a little confused, because it's like... They send out this drone recon sort of net to like map out the the you know the earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to me I would have established where Godzilla is because yeah. it's established that Godzilla is still alive. Yeah. At first they're like, well he's got to be dead by now. It's been 10,000 years. Nothing could stay alive that long. And Godzilla's definitely still alive and still down there and so it's like you have the entire planet at your disposal. Yes. You're in a fucking space, a spaceship, not like a plane, a spaceship, an interplanetary, interdimensional spaceship. Just, just fly to the other side of the Earth and land there. You like, there's where Godzilla is. He's not that big. The first Godzilla, spoiler alert, Godzilla was known in the nomenclature as uh, Godzilla Phileas. Uh, is is only 50 meters tall. You can just go to the other side of the planet. You won't have to worry about this problem for years. Yeah. You can go down. You can land. You can analyze some samples. Take take readings of the environment. Make recordings. Make make plans about like what happened. What's going on. Bring food. Bring to food. the ship. Bring yes, exactly. Bring food to the ship. Re refuel. Refood. You know, get supplies and stuff. You make babies like, like godzilla can't fucking fly up to you and like get this he's he he has to stay on the ground you could go to the other side of this titular monster planet and you'll be cool like i i don't know how long it takes him to to go to the other side of the earth but it's yeah. It's got to take at least a couple months, and you'll hear them, right? Because you'll still got the drones going around to be like, oh, yeah. he's halfway through the Pacific <laughs> Ocean. Maybe you should take off. Yeah. You know? But no, like, uh, it's just... Like the, yeah. They just go for it. It's like, oh, let's... Well, that's where Godzilla is, this unkillable well, tyrant. Three miles let's, away yeah, from him. Yeah, exactly. Them. Let's go <laughs> land two miles away from him and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Whoops. What... Whole I'm trying not planet. to hate everyone, every yeah. character in this movie, and it's it's All so hard. All I have hard. to say is like, oh, there, we see some like the one spot of like good vegetation is in this one spot that happens to be near Godzilla. Let's just go in and bring it up, and then something happens. One of those winged demon dragon things breaks their transportation ships, though they can't get back, and then they have no choice but to fight Godzilla. Something like that. Give me a reason, a yeah. real reason where they I have got excited. to do this. Okay, so this is a hypothetical. They don't, they don't actually say that, right? I got excited there for a second. No, yeah, maybe no. That, that, there that's was what, something they I didn't missed. Say that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if it had been theoretically, like, they you just had... wrote a better version of this movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if it was like, okay, there's this last piece of vegetation left or whatever. Yeah. Then we we can go down there and we have to like kill them once or all. But again. You have access to the whole planet Earth. Just do they have to keep going back to Japan? It's like I get it. You come from Japan originally, and I understand. But he's still there. Just 
fucking go to Canada for like two weeks, you know, and get a temperature reading, get an atmosphere reading. What is the problem? Ugh. Ugh. Just so much rage. I think the troops would actually fight better if they actually were fed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know. They wouldn't crash their uh, space motorcycles or whatever they have. The uh, so space, uh, Vespas, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff where they land two miles away from Godzilla. And some and... dragons appear out of nowhere, and um, the mm-hmm. the grass is as sharp as a knife. Mm-hmm. Single single headed dragons, and they're yeah. about the size of uh, oh, I don't know, an Escalade, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that, that's yeah. A, that's an average, yeah. <laughs> that's an average size on them, and um, they they fight them for a while. It's never really addressed where those things come from now. They, this right. is where they analyze like the leaf, like the sharp leaf, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's been nineteen thousand years. So, I was really hoping that they'd be like, oh, well, because Godzilla's around, he's mutated them, and yeah. they were once some other thing. But it's like dragons don't exist in in <laughs> our, you know what I mean? In our natural, yeah. it's not something that could get like, like I want to know what were these things before they got mutated into into dragons? Were they yeah. just like, I don't know, salamanders or Maybe. something? Something. <laughs> like I don't what? know, wouldn't it have made more sense if like that big crow from um, uh, Son of Godzilla? Got, Remember that? I believe you're referring to the, the giant condor from Godzilla versus Ebera. Ah, yes, that other one. Sorry, they both take place on islands. Um, yeah, the giant condor. Like, I could see those being around, you know, yeah. something that's like something we have on Earth, yes. but had to mutate so that exactly. way it could escape being eaten by Godzilla. Exactly. It's bigger, it has to fly higher so it doesn't get shot down by his radioactive breath. However, we do not get that. And by the way, the word however is used... <laughs> way too much in the english dub it's like uh-huh. oh they it's like they use it more than the word it <laughs> or you know like it's they average like 15 uses uh per per minute of, of the word however it's disgraceful uh anyways well could you give an example well it's like however we first of all he just starts off the sentence with just saying however it's like, however, we had to refuel our ships, so we had to land. However, the land was much more diabolically diverse with challenges than we could ever perceive. However, the humans were facing their destiny by going into the darkness and embracing the darkness within themselves. However, humanity's destiny awaited, and it was either going to be man or Godzilla. However, and it's just like, no. <laughs> edit this sentence who who is the screenwriter what is happening um i'm saying what is happening like as much as they say however okay that's i'm losing it um so they get on speeder bikes and fight the the dragon guys and the bikes are amazing again the design elements are really cool like these they have hover bikes and they have mechs 
Mm-hmm. And I don't, does it need to be explained what a mech is at this point? Think of like uh, the power loader from Aliens, you know, a giant mechanized suit type thing. And they have a whole bunch of them. And they sort of parlez-vous with Godzilla for a while. There's a, there's a side character named Leland. Godzilla shows up and Leland decides to have a sort of kamikaze mission because they're trying to record data to see if uh, Sockeye's theory is even possible uh-huh. to, because it's Sockeye's theory that when Godzilla's spikes turn blue when he's about to use his fire breath, um, he's he's got that one weak point in his largest spike for like a millisecond or something, mm-hmm. and that's where they're going to... I think they're planning to like plant a bomb in there with a mech. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing, which is super yeah. cool. And if this was a live-action movie, it would be incredible. But, right. um, so, there's a minor character named Leland who flies his speeder bike into Godzilla to, to get readings on um, on this material, and he kills himself, and it's like this big heroic moment, or it would be if we cared about leland at all which we don't <laughs> because we don't care about any of the characters i think leland's main thing is that he has dreadlocks like his hair is different or something so it's yeah. just like yeah yeah <laughs> toa yeah, why are you doing this <laughs> why are you doing this to us <laughs> why, are you... why are you doing this to us uh, just bring back jet jaguar yeah some, something it. we can relate to and enjoy. I mean, Dogera is in the opening montage of this movie, a.k.a. Okay. the Space Lukey, mm-hmm. and I appreciated that because the Space Lukey doesn't get much action nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> and Kamakaris, I think, is yes. like the first monster that shows up, which is, like, weird. You'd think it would just be Godzilla. Yeah. Um... Can, can I also state how the opening of that, like that montage, is basically the same montage from Pacific Rim? <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, oh, they yeah. came from the deep. Yeah, you know, it's very similar. Very similar. Very, you know. Um, like, I can understand Pac Rim ripping off Godzilla, but the, the, this just seems kind of um, sketchy. One, it would be like if Godzilla <laughs> started ripping off Gamera. Well, um, it shows you how close Pacific Rim got to the. Uh, whatever the source that like now godzilla is ripping off pacific rim if we yeah. want to say that godzilla is, is is doing that i think it's 50 50 either way whatever i still love pacific rim and i'm i do too really excited about pack rim uprising it's gonna be good clean fun finally some prolonged kaiju move uh fights other than Kong Skull Island, that are during the daytime and mm-hmm. it's not raining, so yeah. that's going to be good. <laughs> um, so yeah, this guy Leland kills himself, and by now, at some point, they fully reinstate Haru Sakai as the captain and leader of this mission. Even though, again, this was the guy in the first scene who was trying to blow up the ship and kill everyone as a sort of like a game of chicken with not having his grandpa go down to this other who cares anyways so i'm gonna cut myself off so now he uh does his plan uh where he goes up to godzilla wait till his fire breath comes out and and plants the 
thing in his spike, and then Godzilla blows up, right? Godzilla yeah. Phileas, the fifty, the fifty meter tall one. Yeah, and, the fifty. Uh, I mean, the way you're talking, Mike, it's as yes. if um, there there was another Godzilla in this movie, as if um, after our triumphant victory of our um, hero protagonist, I I, I think. We can use that word. Yeah. Um, uh, There's a a great rumbling. There's a great uh, rumbling, and then we so which we can't blame on uh, Outback Steakhouse as uh, it's not this time. Not this time. I would love to, but they. This is. It's the it's the perfect one two combo. Going out, having dinner at Outback Steakhouse, and then coming home and watching Netflix and watching the movie Mudbound. That's a little digestive humor there. I'm sorry for everything. I'm so sorry. Uh, this is this must all be included in the episode. This will this will be the episode where people actually start turning on us and be like, "I'm not listening to the show anymore. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything." <laughs> oh yeah. How? However, um, so yeah, Godzilla Phileas, what weird, uh, blows up. Yeah, but like just call him Godzilla. What? And so Godzilla Phileas blows up. And then they get like two minutes to be like, well, it's a job well done. All the ships are destroyed and we're stranded here, but at least Godzilla's dead. And then they hear some, some very big rumbling, okay? And then, the, but no, Godzilla's not dead. The little Godzilla's dead. Like regular size Godzilla is dead. And then, dun dun dun, Godzilla Earth comes from the the things and and he is this is this is a purportedly the original godzilla who is now twenty thousand years old who is so old that he is 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 um a structure has changed he's basically a living mountain he's like rock basically and he's 318 meters tall which is to give you some scale, Shin Godzilla, who was previously the tallest, would only come up to Earth Godzilla's kneecap. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's how tall... Uh, or sorry, Godzilla Earth. Whatever. Oh, who is coming up with these names? Ay. <laughs> so this is the real Godzilla. Because that other... Like, Godzilla Phileas was just... Just... He just... I, I don't know. He was a spinoff. It was there. He was just there. He it was, was just there. Uh, maybe just, just, he like fell. Off. He was like a chunk of the of Godzilla that just fell off and grew into another Godzilla. Yeah. Um, it's never really explained. And why would it be explained? Why? That's... Why in in this uh, oh so well constructed film? <laughs> why would you need you know? Let give the audience something to chew on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, so um, yeah, and then Godzilla Earth, leather. Godzilla Earth shows up, and uh, he's very angry, and he blows up a lot of stuff, 
and it blows up the rest of their like the dropships and stuff. So it's just it, it seems like there's only two characters left alive. Yeah. So yeah, he's 318 sorry, 318 meters tall and he weighs 100,000 tons and his eyes are blue. Here, here's a wacky theory. The the two aliens they seeded that Godzilla. They put him there, and because they heard it would it would grow, for some reason. I don't know. Hey, it's it's better than what they wrote. They, they, they you know they were waiting for it to grow. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe who knows? We'll see where this leads. Um, God knows, I barely care. Um, but <laughs> either right before the credits, or right after, I really don't remember um we have our main character wake up in the in a hut with a a woman you know an indigenous looking woman with you know paint on her face i think uh hovering over him with like a bowl or something and uh you know i guess he's gonna be in the sequel which um let's see here According to Wikipedia, the second film in the trilogy, uh, <laughs> apparently the translations vary from Godzilla Battle Mobile Breeding City to Godzilla the City Mechanized for the Final Battle. I think they're going to have to go with the latter because Mobile Breeding City is coincidentally going to be the name for the spinoff for Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> so, uh, I, I <laughs> when I hear Mobile Breeding City, I think almost exclusively of like carnivals, cornholes, uh, <laughs> carnivals or corn cornholes, cornholing cor- uh, at a carnival. Yes. A, uh, a, Mo- mobile breeding city. That's mobile breeding uh, city. That's uh, the sequel to. Um, I hope they the, call it that. Uh, sequel to cruising. Uh, they show Mechagodzilla, um, very briefly, and it's it mm. again. It's just a weird scene because yeah. it's like they built him. He's there. He's on Earth. Yeah. He's in his little like uh, laboratory or whatever, and it's like the equivalent of like when you get in your car and you like the engines flooded. And you're, mm-hmm. like, trying to start it. It's like, whoosh, 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 and you try it, like, three times. And you're just like, okay, I guess it doesn't work. Let's leave. And it's yeah. like, it's Mecha Godzilla, But maybe we should try it a fourth time? Or, yeah, like, until it works? Because yeah. it's your only hope? I don't... Yeah. What's... Yeah. Oval breeding city. Or there's a city that, you know, breeds Godzillas in a world. <laughs> We're a city. Breeds nothing but Godzillas. One mech stands up. It sounds like it could be a good match for Tank Cop, <laughs> I would think. And then Tank yes. Cop could the, team uh, up canon with Spippy. film uh, <laughs> masterpiece. We, we're going to help you out this time, Tank Cop. My name's Spippy. I built all the spips. They went out to their planet and they came back because their planet wasn't too good. But it's me, it's Spippy. Spippy called this back, time. initiated. <laughs> this time he isn't tanking it sitting down amazing amazing that again that is better than the movie godzilla monster planet that little fake tagline for the tank cop sequel um you thought the references to tank cop were done they're not it's gonna it's gonna be a continuous thing i won't let it die uh <laughs> uh so anyways yeah, and the movie ends, and or 
the episode one of season one of this Netflix original series ends. Yeah. And... I kind of feel like this could have been a good animated series that um the other one, the Knights of Sidonia, whatever I said it was oh, called. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, so what is the pl- plot of Knights of Sidonia? Because we only got about, like, you just sort of said the setup of it. But what is Yeah, the setup the is essentially it? the same as this. It's like Earth has been destroyed by giant monsters, so humanity's in space. And I guess they have to fight, you know, to find a new planet. And that's almost identical. The difference is, is that that is a TV show and a movie. So it's clearly with the TV show, I at least hope. I, I can't tell by the basis of this, unfortunately, because this is such a catastrophe of uh, writing and movie making. Um, you would think that with a TV show, you could take that concept and stretch it out into a very novelistic form and really, you know, get your money's worth out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could see, you know, this being part of a mass television series, you know, where you, you know, 30, 25 minute episodes, something like that, you could really um, take this somewhere, but they didn't decide to do that. Now, maybe the Knights of Sidonia or whatever is terrible. Who knows? Um, But it it just seems eerily odd. You have these very similar plots. Very similar. We're looking at you, Koban. Yeah. It's Koban, right? Koban. Yeah, the Rick. guy who did Knights of Sidonia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they both did, apparently. Oh, they, both of them. They, they both I of see. them. They're in cahoots. I see. They're in cahoots. And I know, I know both these guys, or someone involved, worked on like some Final Fantasy video games. And that's... It feels like a video game. It feels... This movie feels just like a bunch of cutscenes... Uh, without the actual play involved because it's like the yeah. amount that the characters are fleshed out or whatever you're like eh, all right but let's have this totally awesome level now and it's amazing but it's like yeah no it's a but movie we don't get to see it yeah so yeah and everyone's very flat and you know the the, the captain haru sakai character is everything there's no humor there's no mm-hmm. humor to this character. There's no humor to any of these characters. Yeah. He's very much just like, we have to do this for humanity's last destiny. However, we will go into the black hole to fight either man or Godzilla. It's like, that's every sentence he says. And it's like, I'm not t- saying for him to lighten up necessarily, but just crack a smile every like half an hour. Just something. It just There's no... You're trying to to relate to these characters and they're all just super brooding super yeah. like screamo emo <laughs> yeah and again i don't want this to be the anime you know crap on session or well, whatever well here's another like, here's a post apocalyptic anime uh, akira okay it's a brooding film dealing with very dark subjects but you the characters are teenagers and you can at least relate to their angst and rebelliousness. They're, you know, they're tired of the man. Even in this, you know, post-nuclear world, they're they're still having the same problems that most teenagers can at least relate to or have seen, you know. Yeah. Whereas these characters, it's like, who are you? What are yeah. you? Yeah. I don't think you're human. It's, you know, it is Stag- probably the most widely seen anime of all time, Akira, but for good reason. And uh, certainly it's one of the few I've seen several times. And I think it's the only anime that I actually I own. Uh, there's like a street sweeper going by. 
they, they must have got the message that we're recording. Yeah. So like, let's, yeah. we have to get the city's noise-making machine to go uh, and park outside of Mike's apartment. Perfect. Operation Hammer Down has begun. No, but like, yeah, Akira is a great example of this where it's like, yeah, you can relate to the characters. Like, they smile. They laugh every once in a while. They, like, tell jokes, and there's there's some humanity. There's humanity. These characters are not human. I yeah. don't know what they are, but, like, they're just, they're cardboard, you know? Yeah. And if we had had more... with more personality than these guys. If we had had more time at the beginning before they were in space to see them loving and caring and mm-hmm. nurturing for each other, like, having real solid moments like the wedding sequence in um deer hunter okay it's a 45 <laughs> minute long sequence but yes. without that sequence i you remember don't really it get, it's yeah it's half the movie <laughs> it's half the movie but without that sequence you're just kind of you, you know yeah. you wouldn't have time to understand the characters and what changed between the first yes. half of the movie and after they come back from vietnam yes i can see we are in dangerous territory of becoming hypocritical because we I, I specifically once uh, it, many years ago on the Godzilla Raids Again episode rallied on the uh, or or didn't rally but rallied against the the scene after Godzilla and Angerus like disappear or whatever and it just spends like 15 minutes with the main characters including Kobayashi at like a luncheon or whatever there everyone's like happy and like I just like what is happening here um there's a way yeah and and again I think the way to do that to show the humanity to show them before they got was just to have the flashback be the first movie and mm-hmm. i know that's a that's that's a lot you're getting to that's not even like a critique that's like i don't want this movie i want another completely different movie yeah. <laughs> that's like <laughs> so in a way i guess i'd say yeah this is a failure of some kind but you know look if okay if you're in this just to see godzilla blow up uh trees and because uh, there's no you know there's no buildings it's all yeah. just trees uh you you will get that you will get that with this movie and it's it looks for a cartoon it looks really neat um and i don't you know i don't want to take that away it looks really cool the design of godzilla is really really awesome and he, you know he's looking ugly again and i'm really enjoying this sort of ugly non-symmetrical sort of renaissance for godzilla where it's mm-hmm. the, even in like in shin godzilla especially shin godzilla where he looks like a nightmare but yeah. like you know he's not pretty anymore he's he's looking he's looking rough and mm-hmm. i appreciate so his look so there is, you know, I know we've been crapping on this movie for an hour and 22 minutes, but there is a sliver of hope with the, <laughs> with the mobile breeding city. Oh, uh, yeah. Sequel, the sequel. Yeah. That. My nickname in college. <laughs> mobile breeding city. Yes. yes. Um, uh. <laughs> that the, um, the fight with Mechagodzilla could be pretty cool. And depending on how the pacing of that is handled and how the other characters are introduced, that could be a good movie. But mm-hmm. um, judging by this, you know, I'm not getting too hopeful 
but yeah. uh, that's coming out the the second film, and this is this is weird. We're just it, it feels like we're being inundated. Like this, the second feature length film is coming out in May. I think like May eighteenth uh, or something, which okay. is like that's that's five months after the first one. So that's like the time between Star Wars movies now. That's too. Yeah. We got to let a little bit of time. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, but that's that's again. You said it, man. Brave New World. Um, so and maybe this we're going back to the original model. Who knows? Because like Godzilla and Godzilla Raids again came out, I think less than a year apart. Yeah. Right? So maybe yeah. Just... But remember that almost ended the franchise then and there. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> if you recall, are you seeing the list? So like, hmm, Leland sacrifices himself for no reason. Kubayashi sa- sacrifices oh? himself for reason. Uh-huh. Is there a little similarity there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh, yeah. Okay, so much to discuss. <laughs> so then that's we've spent too much time on this. It's not important. It's not an important film. Do not watch it. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying no. Do not watch it. Skip it. Do not watch uh, it. Just no, just watch least... those YouTube supercuts of Godzilla blowing all the stuff up. Yeah. You know, in the from the movie, like Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters, bestest explosion scenes supercut, <laughs> and that that is what you should watch. Don't watch the actual movie, <laughs> expecting anything resembling entertainment value or characters <laughs> that you don't want to reach through your screen and actively strangle. Just to see if they are in fact alive, um, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. So let's see. It's kind of a crazy year for actually for us because we've got uh, some stuff on deck. I think you know. I'm pretty sure we're gonna do the Pacific Rim uh, Rising, obviously Uprising. Yeah, you we're know, in Pac- for the penny, in for the pounding. Exactly. Yeah. Going to do Pacific Rim Uprising. Going to do Rampage with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Not going to do Skyscraper with Dwayne Johnson, because as of yet, we haven't seen any kaiju in the trailers for that film, but we'll keep you posted. Depending on how stupid Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom yes. is, and that is, if there's another... Look, and I'm, I want to be very specific about this. If there's another giant monster-on-monster fight where they're throwing each other through buildings as they were at the end of jurassic world then technically okay that's a kaiju movie we'll cover it again but it's just like you know whatever more super cuts of bryce dallas howard running (laughs) 40 miles an hour than in heels in heels then then we'll then we may skip that one we'll the jury's still out on that one um they made another cloverfield movie and I don't know. It's called the Cloverfield Paradox. Speaking of Netflix, and there is a monster in that, but he's barely featured in it, and not not in to the extent that it would make it would be pertinent for us to cover that film. No. Of course, there's two. There's two more Godzilla movies coming out in 2018. That's insane. Mm. That sentence is insane. Yeah. Um. And we haven't had this much. We, we actually have work to do this year. So yeah. uh, if you're listening uh, in 2018, you're you're in luck because you're about to get a lot of content. Yeah, you've uh, made you know, it. You've made at, it at past the dry patch. Four episodes. <laughs> and maybe who knows? Maybe a few more. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe a few surprises. We could, we could uh, review things. We could, you know? 
Uh, we'll throw in some, I don't know, Taiwanese kaiju martial art ma- mashups. <laughs> if yeah. we can find some subtitles or, I don't know. <laughs> we will not review Polgasari, though. No, no. Uh, <laughs> that is listen. not happening. That is not the North. The people of North Korea have suffered enough, and so have we. So let's not do that to ourselves or to them. Maybe uh, if, we're, if we're still operating in 2025, we'll do Polgasari in Polgasari, 2025. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but okay, so there you have it. Um, you've been listening to the Godzilla Pod War Hour. Um, my name is Michael Kelly. Uh, with me, as always, Nathan Bear. You can look us up um, on, first of all, we're on Podbean. You know, subscribe to us. Uh, we're also available on this small startup uh, thing called iTunes. Um, and you can find us on Facebook at the Godzilla Pod War Hour, and then also on Twitter at Mike Kelly at Godzilla Pod War. Um, and I think I actually found the Tumblr account the other day. Wow. Well, our, apparently the government, of, the, the government of Indonesia has banned Tumblr. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you're listening in Indonesia, uh, oh, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, well. Uh, I mean, you can listen to us or and like us on other uh, right. on our other You don't platforms. need the Tumblr account. You don't we have Tumblr. not updated it since 2015. Yeah. Exactly. So. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so any any closing uh, comments or, or or things you'd like to say about this crazy sort of out of control kaiju thing that's Renaissance re restarting that's happening right now or or perhaps in regards to godzilla planet of the monsters or any anything at all i just want to say that despite the uh badness of this movie it's good to be back it's hey man i will second that it's good to be back and uh thank you for listening everybody And we continue to be the Godzilla Pod War Hour. Oh, yeah.